1: we have begun season two and this is our second episode uh john thank you so much for joining us um we have heard so much about you i do know you personally but we have heard so much about you on the podcast from your dad um all delightful things how amazing you are and i'm going to just jump right into this episode because i have been wanting to talk to you about this for probably six to nine months
2: Excellent. Can I say congratulations on season two? That's <laughs> okay. awesome. Season two, episode two. I'm glad to be on it, and I'm honored to have been spoken about. Um, it's just good to be here, so thank you.
1: We're happy to have you. I want to start off, like I said, I'm just going to kind of jump into this because your dad, in in my opinion, is one of the bravest, most forthright men And he represents so many other men that don't have the courage or the bravery to come forward and talk about what they feel is one of, if not their biggest mistakes and their biggest regrets. And not only is he standing up for those that don't have the courage to stand up, but he's going there and going to places that people just don't go to. And you are absolutely following in his tracks by agreeing to come on the show and talk to us about your thoughts and your feelings and just know that regardless of what you say no judgment um but it's important to really talk about this issue that we're talking about and today we are revisiting the issue of abortion
2: okay
0: Now, a while back, John, I had asked you to listen to one of our podcasts in particular. It was the one where I discussed a choice I had made, or your mother and I had made a long time ago concerning abortion. I don't know if you actually listened to that, did you?
2: I'm not sure if I got to listen to that one exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... Now, did
0: you know, so this is a revelation maybe to you, that we had had, actually, she had had two abortions, um, one of them from a previous relationship and one of them with me, before we ever had you, got married, any of that. Did you know any of this?
2: Yeah, I did talk to, it was either you or her, and I've known probably for about six months. Oh, okay. So, I... Yes, I've had a bit of time to process it. I don't know if I've fully processed what that means and, you know, (laughs) that internal, you know, who am I, -hmm. you know, thought process that comes with it. Uh, But yes, I am aware of that choice Mm -hmm. and the choices that were made. Um, But I'm I'm glad to answer questions on, you know, anything that you want to hear from me about it
1: the reason that i think this this topic is so important especially understanding how choices that we make you know as young adults or middle-aged adults what how they're going to impact future generations and how they're going to impact those we love the most and when we are in that moment of okay so you know i'm experiencing an unplanned pregnancy you know what are my choices what am i going to do and Ron, you have shared that you know you didn't really in-depth think about your choice before it was made. Is that correct?
0: Absolutely. Um at the time it was the expedient choice. It was I'm in a bind here and you know, the just the easiest way out. And uh, that's I think how I looked at it although I never really thought as a fifty year old man I would look back and regret that choice and and every day miss a child that was never brought into this world because of that choice. And I now so John, for instance, have you since we talked about this or since you and your mom talked about it, have you ever thought I could have had an older or two older brothers or sisters or any variation in thereof? Um have you thought about that at all?
2: strangely no and it might sound selfish it may sound self-centered i always thought you know that maybe the first could have been me still
0: Hmm.
2: i'd never and that's kind of the philosophical i guess way that i thought about it Um,
0: and there could have been a couple of younger siblings
2: correct i just i never thought about it as a form of two separate entities Hmm. yeah and it might be weird it's just kind of how my mind went to it and that might just be i don't know if that's selfish i don't know if that's just me pushing it pushing it to the side or pushing away those those sad thoughts i've always thought that it's i
0: mean when you look at life it's hard to conceptualize things that happened before especially as you're younger but all throughout life you know it's hard to conceptualize anything whether it be history or whatever that happened before you ever existed mm-hmm. okay so like when i look back to things that happened in the 60s they don't quite seem real because i wasn't even born yet mm-hmm. and things started getting more uh concrete or real to me if they actually existed during the time that I existed. Does that kind of make sense? Or so maybe that's why you feel the way you do?
2: Maybe. I think so. Okay. Um, And maybe part of me, my whole life, maybe when I was very, very young, I heard conversations or overheard things that made me face that reality already. Uh Because it didn't surprise me to hear those things. I was not, you know, I didn't go and, sit in my room or sit in my car and ponder deeply about it, Mm -hmm. it may have just been a reality I already had.
1: John, you grew up as an only child, correct?
2: Um, Until I was six.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you had a, a younger or older?
2: Younger brother with my mom and stepfather being the parents of him.
1: Did you ever want to have an older sibling?
2: Uh no. I enjoy that I'd been the older sibling to my brother.
1: Okay. That's probably a huge relief for your dad, I will say. <laughs> right. Well, it I takes mean, a little um, of
2: the pressure off, definitely. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I'm sure I'd I'd do my best to be a good younger brother, but going through my whole life being that older brother, the you know, the one that has to learn to share everything, the one that has to try and protect this little person Mm -hmm. it really changed my outlook on life
0: right um when you look at it in your philosophical way where you're saying that you might have been that because you would still be the first child so it might have been you anyway and then maybe have a couple of younger siblings right do you ever i mean this is kind of odd but do you ever think what it would be like if you were now 30 instead of 26
2: <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I feel 30. I don't know if that's uh <laughs> just, I don't feel just a living I feel 70, problem. So <laughs> um yeah. I don't know. Um my age has been a, the only time I look to age is that I look forward kind of hopeful and I look back wishing I had done more. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in maybe this limbo state that I don't, maybe, maybe I do feel 30. I don't know what it's like to feel 30. and I don't know what it's like to feel 26. My, my spirit, whatever, you know, conjurance of me that might be, might be 30 years old. Right. My outlook on life might be 30 years old. Hmm. Interesting. What
1: an interesting perspective. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's when, when you heard and you first learned about um, their choice, were you upset? Were you a little bit angry? Were you relieved? Were you just indifferent?
2: I was relieved. Um, and I wasn't relieved because of how I felt. Uh, more so with my mom, less with my dad, because I feel like you've come to terms with it right. at, when you told me about it. but. I feel like my whole life, my mother has never come to terms with the choices that she's made. Mm. I feel like she regrets it every day. And I had to see that on her face every day. When she finally told me that was, I could see that she could breathe fully for the first time, if that makes sense. And I was so happy to see her like that. To get that off her chest. To, To feel like she could share her act with me the thing that she possibly regrets her whole life wow see and i didn't even know this i mean we never
0: especially back then talked about and i don't know that at the time i did have regrets and i don't know if she did at that time either Mm -hmm. but uh so yeah i didn't know this is how she felt i haven't talked to your mom in years to Mm -hmm. be honest you know but uh I am glad that that helping to unburden that mm-hmm. for her. I because I know how it's made me feel and I know that I still have regrets about it and you say I've come to terms and to some degree I have. I've really gone through it a lot in my head especially over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh I don't know if I've totally come to terms with it because I still regret it. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: the way I see it is that It was never my choice to make. I don't feel like I've really missed somebody in my life in that way as it being a physical person. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been missing the full, you know, the full reality of my parents, the full character of my parents, because they've kept that bottled away from me, Mm -hmm. changing how they feel about me.
1: When you say that, do you think maybe they clung to you just a little bit harder and loved you just a little bit more because of the choice? Uh,
2: I feel like I've been extremely gifted with the amount of love that I've been showered with my whole life, Um, sometimes to a fault because I just look for love wherever I can find it. Um, I seek it. I I wanna be with people who love me and that's because I had such loving parents uh, which makes it difficult for me to be by myself. Sometimes I'm getting better at that. So,
1: well, I have to say, I mean, your acceptance level and your support of your parents is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really shows what an amazing job that they both did. And I'm not sitting you know, in your father's shoes, but if I was, I know I would feel a huge sense of relief. Ron, am i nailing it yeah
0: you absolutely are I mean I you know me I've it's hard to stop me from talking about John and and my pride yep. for him and in him is always something that I I just can't let go of ever you know I'll always be just as proud as I am but yeah it does I don't know i I do I want to know something about you as a person now knowing what you do know about what we did, you know, some 30 years ago or Mm -hmm. close to. um, If you ever found yourself in that situation where you were with somebody and you got her pregnant before you were expecting to or thought you should or just didn't think it was the right time, do you think that what we did in the past might help you make that decision one way or another? Do you think it might make it easier to go through with an abortion? Or do you think... You might uh, think of alternatives that I didn't think of when I was young, like, for instance, adoption or things like that. What Do you think that's colored your view on, on this topic?
2: Yes, I feel like it's colored my view. I, I don't feel I'm going to be put in a position with somebody where I would end up potentially having a child unless I knew where they were the one that mm-hmm. I wanted to have a child with. So your actions, the way that I've learned from both of you, my parents, is that even before that's a that's a possibility, mm-hmm. I want to choose the person that I can have a child with. I don't want it to be a choice I have to make. I don't think it's a choice I ever want to make, so I'm going to avoid that choice. If it were a situation where I wasn't expecting to have someone be pregnant, Mm -hmm. I know that I'd be okay with it, because I know that that would be the person I would want to have a child with. And hopefully they would want to have one with me. And if they don't, that's a whole nother story. That's taking everything they, you know, value in life and talking about those values with them.
1: What an incredible answer. I mean, seriously, that is... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> now, see, don't you see
0: why every day I have just these prideful moments? <laughs> and it's just like, see, he's learned from my mistakes. He's he's moving ahead yeah. in his life in a way that's actually informed, unlike the way I have led much of my life. So, yeah, I'm awful proud.
2: I make plenty of you mistakes, just of different ones.
1: That's how we learn.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Pass on those I stories.
1: You, you can't have highs without the lows, and you know you can't make great decisions without having made some mistakes. So, mm-hmm. um, but I I have to say that you know you coming on the podcast today and talking to us about this again. People don't talk about the after effects of an abortion. They don't talk about how it's going to impact people thirty years down the road, mm-hmm. and that's why. Your father coming in and discussing it was so revolutionary and so amazing and so brave. And that's why you coming on, you're you're following in his footsteps. You're doing the same thing because to learn, you know, six months ago that you know you could have had more siblings and to be able to even talk about that mm-hmm. without fear of judgment or without fear of, of hurting someone's feelings, or without, you know, it, it's one of those things that you have to put it out there because there's so many people just like you in your shoes that don't know how to process that information and don't know where to go with it and don't know how to feel about it or should they be angry or should they be upset or should they be relieved or you know where do you take this and so uh your your responses are without a doubt going to help so many people that are out there and I can't thank you enough
2: thank you for having me I one last note from me uh, before I let you guys take it away and do your do your thing I hope that anyone listening to this if you are a parent who's gone through something similar to my father and mother Please talk to your children about it. They are intelligent They they see things they feel things they can read the emotions through your eyes tell them so that they can learn from you and and Thank you for listening to this podcast because I feel spreading that word will make a lot of people's lives a lot more meaningful. And full.
0: Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. If you're listening and you're dealing with an unplanned pregnancy and want more information about adoption, Building Arizona Families is a local Arizona adoption agency and available 24 7 by phone or text at 623 695 4112. That's 623 695 4112. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or just get you more information. You can also find out more information information about building Arizona families on their website at azpregnancyhelp.com Thanks also go out to Grapes for allowing us to use their song I Don't Know as our theme song Birth Mother Matters in Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me Please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to us We'd really appreciate it We also now have a website at birthmothermatterspodcast.com Tune in next time on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains.